Hey everybody, welcome to The Remedy. Hi, I'm your host, Tony Pantelaresco, and you're listening to us live on the Micro Effect Broadcasting Network. You can access the show by typing in www.themicroeffect.com. Um, click on the appropriate links, the chat room links. Come on in, make friends, get acquainted, solve some issues, save the planet, come up with some brainstorming ideas. You can do it. I know you can. <laughs> you can find me all over the internet. You can find me at uh, byebluesky.com, uh, uh, Brian396.com, and other sites that, uh, that Brian has as well. SmewLoveTrue.com, AugmentedForce.com, YouTube. I mean, you name it. I'm somewhere out there doing something, getting people to wake up and, you know, come around. Um, I, uh, I got some, I got a call earlier today, and it made me think about something. And I figured I better talk about this because... We all get afraid. We all feel fear. We all feel anxiety. We all feel different things, you know. And what happens is we get caught up on being afraid. We get caught up on, you know, anxiety. We get caught up on the stresses. We get caught up on different things, you know. And we forget. We always forget, or seem to forget anyway. That um, <laughs> we're all going to die one day. We are all going to die one day. And some of you are saying, well, what the heck does that got to do with health? Everything, really, and then nothing. And let me explain that because some of you might think I'm a little off my rock. You know, somebody said, oh, I told you, you got to lay off that wacky tobacco or something or another. See, we all we all are gonna we all face different insanity in this life, all of us. And some of us come from a real crap hole in life. I mean, some of us come from a place lower than the sewers. Some of us come from different places where we don't have that kind of antiquity to deal with, but we have other ones. You know, some of us come from broken homes. Some of us come from ghettos. Some of us come from uh, gangs. Some of us come from places in life that others could not imagine the darkness that some of us deal with. And some of us, you know, some of us come from places that don't see too much I mean, compared to other places, but everybody has their own private hell they've got to deal with. And anyway, in the end, no matter what you do in this life, no matter how much how much you don't have or how abundant you have, how good you are, how bad you are, how good you have it, how crappy you have it. We all one day are going to die. All of us. You know, we all want to live forever because we've been given that theme, you know, to be immortal. For those who believe in Christ and God, that's one of the promises that Christ gives, is immortality, that we would be with Him and His kingdom. So I'm going to talk... As if everybody is a believer in God. I know not everybody believes in God, and that's cool too. No judgments. I have no judgments on anybody. I got my own criteria in this life to deal with, so I don't have any any right to point a finger at anybody for what they believe or they don't believe. It's how you act in the end that matters anyway. But the point is, I'm going to talk as if everybody's a believer. Somebody, some of us, all of us have been infected or afflicted or have been loaded with nanobiology, synthetic biology, nanotechnology. All of us, 
If you were born after 1960, definitely you have nano in your DNA. No question in my mind. You can refute me until the cows come home. You would be wrong. And all of us have been exposed to some form of genetically engineered what they call food. And if you were born after 1960, you are without question have consumed some form of genetically engineered or genetically modified organisms without a question. And if you were to refute me, you would again be wrong. And all of us who are alive today, living in mainstream America, mainstream Canada, mainstream Europa, mainstream Eurasia, mainstream Russia, China, Asia, Australia, Africa, South America, Central America, have been exposed to some form of radio frequency, whether it be AM, FM, RF, ELF, EMF, terahertz, 5G, 6G, 10G, 1000G, you've all, we've all been hit with some kind of frequency. These three dynamic things that we've been hit with in this existence, because none of us are alive. None of us are really living. We're all slaves, we're all experiments, and we've all been played with one way or another. Whether you know it or not, you are part of the experiment. So all of us have been hit with this, and some of us have been activated. Some of us, some of us have seen the result of what happens when you get exposed to this, these three things. This bio-assault, this DNA disruption, disrupting, or disruptors, this experiment, if you will. Okay, some of us have had, have been influenced and afflicted by these things. And some of us are feeling the wrath of this experiment more so than others. Others haven't seen anything happen yet. Don't worry. They didn't leave you out. They just haven't gotten to you yet. It's coming. I know these words sound a little bit horrific and somewhat, uh, uh, you know, uh, frightening. But rest assured, sooner or later it will come to you. I assure you. They didn't leave you out. The culprits behind these experiments are not going to leave any stone unturned. You will, everyone will be afflicted sooner or later. And the intensity of the affliction will all be determined at how intense the experiment is being conducted on you. Some of you have already felt the wrath of the mind control, the voice to God technologies. Some of you have felt the wrath of being afflicted with health issues. Some of you have felt the wrath of being put in environments and situations where it has seriously compromised you. Some of us, some of you have also felt the wrath of your skin assaulting you. Your joints hurting like hell. Your body feeling like it's on fire. Uh, you're mentally feeling overwhelmed. And emotionally you feel severely overloaded. Mm. Can't comprehend, can't 
cope. That's the nature of the experiment. That's the nature of getting you to be whatever they want to be. Despite all of this, despite this lunatic experiment that's being conducted on mankind, despite all the bullshit that you felt in this crap hole we live in, trying to really censor my language because some of this stuff really gets you, gets on my, on my nerves sometimes. You will still one day stand before the Almighty. And remember, I'm talking as if everybody is a believer. I know not everybody is, but bear with me. And in that moment that we leave this crap hole, and we stand before the Almighty. We are all going to have to give an account of what a bunch of blithering idiots we were while we were down here. Now the only thing that's going to save our sorry backsides is the fact that Jesus came down here, got the whooping of a lifetime. They beat his ass to a cross. Okay, and he hung there between thieves, between criminals. But just to go to show you how merciful the King of Kings is, there was a thief that hung beside him that said, this day you will be in paradise with me because he acknowledged who he was. Now I'm saying this because this life we live in today is nothing more, more than a space of time we're putting in so that we could be separated from the chaff and as long as you understand the nature of the one who's afflicting us the asses of asses that has uh, created such a vile assault on mankind and once you get that perspective correctly in sight then you will no longer fear death. You will no longer fear anything. When you embrace death, honestly, that's when you come alive. That's when you're really going to live. Because as long as the bush is on you to fear death, that's because you're fearing the unknown. And that's okay because we don't know. We've heard a lot of different things. But the one thing, like again, as I'm saying, if you truly are a believer and you know where you are going and you know the, the price it costs to save your sorry backside, then embrace death. Because when you do, that's when you're going to move the mountains. That's when you're going to start making the changes that's required. That's when you're going to see God manifest himself through you. That's the bottom line, and that's how it rolls. See, we've all been afflicted with this nanobiology and this nanopoison. I had a woman contact me today, and she's afraid, and I, said, and I get that. Fear is nothing to be ashamed of. We all are afraid of something in this life or this existence. We have many fears and anxieties. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. That's an indicator that you are seeing that something is terribly wrong and terribly amiss. And so you are afraid. That's a normal response. What is not a normal response is to let fear tether you to whatever it is that you're afraid of. That's when you become debilitated. That's when you become taken over. That's when the assaults continue. You've got you to stand and face whatever it is. Despite what they've told you about you, despite the, the horse hockey, You've been given in this life, in this sh sh crap hole, 
that you're no good, you're worthless, who the heck are you to do blah, blah, blah. Always remember one thing. God does not make junk. You're made after his own image and his likeness. So that means you are precious in his sight and to yourself. So when something comes your way, you take your stand. When I got hit with the nano eight years ago, when it became manifested more so, I heard the voice to skull horse hockey. It told me to quit. Told me I couldn't win. Said it was pointless, it was hopeless. I grew up in a ghetto. I grew up where I was the minority. All my friends had color. If they closed their eyes and didn't smile at night, you couldn't see them. That's the neighborhood I grew up in. So, and all my friends of color we all recognized one thing in that environment, that we were nothing but slaves. And we used terminology that today would not be accepted as acceptable language. But we all understood where we, we were. And when you got nothing to lose, and everything seems hopeless, all you got then is up. That's it. All you got is up, and then you go for it. Because you're already at the bottom. You are already down at the bottom. Okay, so when they hit me with well, what they hit me, okay, I came from that environment. My response and how you respond is your affair. My response was this. You and I have an appointed time to the Almighty. I'm going to scorch your ass to him. That was my response. Your response better be the same. If they're going to afflict you with any kind of horse hockey, you better have that fortitude inside of you and that foundation that if I'm going to stand before the Almighty, your ass is coming with me and he's going to judge you just as much. <laughs> Just got a response when you're at the bottom, you're lower than whale shit. Oops, sorry, I wasn't supposed to say that. Mm, forgot about that. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> All of us came from a crap hole. All of us are fighting to get out of the toilet bowl. They're trying to keep you into that control. They're using whatever they could, okay? If you are a believer, okay, in the Almighty. And if you believe that Jesus came down here to save our sorry asses so we can get out of this crap hole, then you got nothing to lose. Nothing. We, came, we have an old saying in the Mediterranean. We came in this world with a bare ass, and we're going to leave it the same way. Whatever you've acquired, whatever you've accumulated, whatever you've done, it's going to stay behind. See, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of heaven. The reason why flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of heaven is because it's been tainted with demonic influences while we were down here. That's why we get a new, brand new body when we get into the next afterlife. See, it's, a lot of things make sense once you start thinking about things. So that's what I mean about health and death. Embrace it. It's an inevitability. We're going to meet that moment in time somewhere, someplace, sometime, somehow. When we're done with it, we move on to a better and more evolved state anyway. We don't lose. Just keep your eye on the prize. That's it. While we are here, while we are down in this crap hole, Okay, my thinking is, and others who think like, who think like me also agree, that we're here to help each other get out of this mess. To encourage each other to fight the good fight and to get the bloody hell out of here. We're not meant to be trapped in this dimension. Uh, others who also uh, who have different beliefs, 
It stated to me that one time they believed in the reincarnation horse hockey, but they realized that the reincarnation was nothing but a trap to keep you trapped in this dimension. I never bought into reincarnation ever. Before I, I was a believer, I never believed in it. After I believe, became a believer, I believed in it. I never believed in it at all, period. But that was all baloney anyway. Like, who the hell would want to come back here and do this shit again? Seriously. You know, it's, it's, uh, I'll tell you, tell you a true story. When I met some Christians or believers, and they told me that I had to be born again, I looked at them and I told them, are you out of your effing mind? I just want to come back here and do this again. See, at that time, I didn't know what that meant. I didn't have, I have no idea what the terminology meant. I had no clue. And they looked at me and says, no, but I almost walked out and walked away from these people because I didn't believe in any of that. You know, I didn't believe in the reincarnation thing at all. I said, are you kidding me? Who'd want to come here and do this again? You know, this is once is more than enough. Once was too much. <laughs> anyway, they had, to, they had to talk me down a little bit. said, oh, that's not what we mean. So they went and tried to explain this to me. So when, when, you know, I became more aware because I got to tell you guys something. I wasn't looking for Jesus at all. Period. As a matter of fact, I didn't believe in Jesus at one time. I thought Jesus was a joke. I thought God was a joke. You know, coming up the way I came up, I thought this is <laughs> what a joke. <laughs> this whole thing's a joke. And then, you know, having my experiences with the Roman Catholic Church, that was another thing that tur turned me completely off from God. I thought, this is God. This is God's really screwed up, you know. So but anyway, now I'm not Catholic, but it's just one of those things that happen in life. But my point is this, eventually, Jesus found me. I didn't find Jesus, Jesus found me. When people say, I found Jesus, I think you're full of, I, I have my opinion, but I think about those people. You know, you didn't find Jesus, Jesus found you. <laughs> no man can come to me unless the Father sends him. That's what it says. So apparently God you know, sent me to him. So anyway, um, when we talk, we have to have a reality check. This is not forever. While we're here, we make the most of the time we have, but we're not here to be a slave. We're not here to stay in some vicious circle. And we're not here to, con to support a bunch of jackasses in, in the political mainstream or in the religious one. We're here to evolve and to become more God-like. That's my perspective anyway. So while we are here, we're to help each other reach that goal, I think. So we need to be encouraging each other and recognize one day, sooner or later, it's done. Then we have to give an account. That's the thing you should be afraid of. And I shouldn't say be afraid of. That's not a good word either. I don't know a better word. Maybe not to be ashamed. Not to be ashamed at how you conducted yourself while you're here. That you've done your, the best you could with what you had. You know, you do you do the best you could with what you had. I don't care about your ideologies. I don't care about your philosophies. I don't care if you're born again, Pentecostal, Christian, Catholic, whatever. None of that means a hill of beans either. You're Jehovah or this or that. All that means, that just means you got a title. Show me how you live. Let's see what's really in your heart. That's what matters to me. Not your doctrine, not your dogma, not your bunk and your bullshit you've been programmed with. Let's see how you conduct yourself. Let's see if you carry the, if you carry the message in the way you walk and talk. That's where, that's where the rubber meets the road. And if you ain't got that, then you got nothing. You got a title. The Pharisees and the Sadducees had titles. And Jesus called them sons of serpents and devils. That's my point, you know. So just because you got a title doesn't mean Jack Diddley, not to me anyway. So the nano poisoning is going to affect you all. And you're going to feel fire. You're going to feel pain. You're going to have your head spun because of the freaking voice to God horse hockey. You're going to feel emotionally alone, abandoned. You're going to feel all kinds of feelings of destitution. You're going to be isolated. Just think of it this way. 
Bible says, be, you ho be ye holy, for I am holy. In other words, God is separate, and this is to separate you from the horse hockey on this planet. And it's also to wake you up so that you don't continue being an idiot while you're here. This is nothing but a black hole. A buddy of mine, uh, Brian and I, always talked about fractals. And these fractals are designed to keep us bringing us down further into the abyss. It's like a swirl, like, or, or um, what do you call that? Um, you know, when you pull the plug in the sink and you've got this, this drain, this swirling drain, and it keeps on spinning and sucking down, sucking down like a black hole or a swirl. That's what this life's all about. And when God puts you through some of this stuff, and like I told you before, God will whip your ass into the ground and bring you back from the dead if you're that important and he has to get something through you. Trust me, it's, a, it's one ass whooping you want to avoid. Been there many a time. Been there, done that, don't want to do it no more. But sometimes that's what it takes to wake you up. Sometimes that's what it takes to get, your, get you to look where you're supposed to be looking and learning what you're supposed to be learning and walking the way you're supposed to be walking. That's the way it rolls. That's how it rolls. That's in the vortex. There we go, a vortex. <clears throat> and that's what I'm telling you now because when it hits, I want you to be awake. When it hits, I want you to be aware so that you can deal with it. So that you can fight it. So it doesn't knock you on your ass. So you can get up and say, you know what? You and I have an appointed time with the Almighty. You know the old saying, what don't kill you makes you stronger? That's how it rolls. It'll knock you on your backside, but hard. And it will knock you on your backside by heart. Anybody who's doing anything of any significance in this life will tell you they've been knocked on their ass many a time and hard and hard but they had they got up and continue fighting that's how you better be the enemy doesn't care about you they will roll you over until they can't until you won't get up no more and once you don't get up anymore that's when it's going to take advantage of you that's when it's going to take you out fight the good fight is all i'm going to say stand your ground that's all you got to do Stand your ground and work at getting yourself free of this mess. Brian396, I put a bunch of his links up there in the, in the chat room. He's got all kinds of data on the Nano. I've got all kinds of data on the Nano on my site as well. We got all, between the two of us, we could be an authority on this topic. We're giving you ways and getting out, helping you free yourselves. We don't have all the answers, but we can give you a lot of them that can help you get out of this or work your way out of this. And it's a, it's a work in progress, trust me. And it's a tedious work in progress because we've never faced this kind of thing before. We've been exposed to it for so long that we think it's normal. All the health issues we've got today, every bloody one of them, can be tied to nanopoisoning or synthetic biology that they started releasing after the Second World War. And they ramped up the program uh, in, starting in 1960. They put dimethyl or silica into the food supply, which four, 10 years later caused high, four, um, increased levels of cancer by a factor of four. Autoimmune disorders just jumped out of, the, out of the sky by a factor of four. Same with fibromyalgia and restless leg syndrome. Then they added other things every decade. Now, in the year 2019, you know, they have decided to, uh, to add to the equation CRISPR, which is a form of genetic modification using viruses or other um, um, carriers to alter the DNA structure of the plant. Vegans are the dumbest people that ever walked on two feet. And they're so stupid that the scientific community today is using a section and region of people um, and they know they've got these people so stupid that they're, easy, they're, they're the easiest victim. Because now all you got to do is genetically engineer the plants to produce whatever genome in the plant. And they'll eat it thinking, oh, it's orgasmically organic. 
It's, you know, and it's been modified. That's why when you look at these people, they're the most malnourished people on the planet. You see them. We are in a war. Okay, we are in a war. And you, the sooner you wake up to that reality that we are in a war and they're trying to take you out, again, you will then fight because now you know you're in a battle. And there's nothing that they're not going to try on you. They have sold you toys, bells and whistles that are designed to destroy your genetic code, to wipe out your DNA. You've got equipment that can talk to each other, that know exactly where you are at in your domain. You've got televisions that can fire blue rays and blue beams at you from any part of the house and take you out. You've got washers and dryers that are also emitting frequencies that can take you out. You got your cars, the new cars today, with all the smart tech in the car, can now drive themselves without your involvement. Imagine that, getting to your exit ramp, and the exit ramp says you gotta do 25 miles an hour, and you're barreling down the road at 80 miles an hour, and you're getting to the exit ramp, and all of a sudden your car decides to take off at that ramp at 80 miles an hour. See ya. <laughs> We are no longer living in a sci-fi world. Science fiction was never science fiction. Science fiction was a preclude or prelude to what was coming or was already developed. When we're seeing science fiction today, that's not fiction. That's what they've got right now. And they're entertaining you with, entertaining you with that right now. So you think, oh wow, that's so cool. Oh yeah, and the next thing you know, you got a machine knocking down your door. Okay, that ain't science fiction. That's telling you they've got the toys. They're gonna use them. They got the bells and the whistles. They're gonna use them. You don't go all, you don't have a budget of billions of dollars and trillions of dollars to develop hardware and warfare weapons and not have any intention of using them. <laughs> when we see the Russians showing off their hardware, you see the East Indians showing off their hardware, you see the Chinese showing off their hardware, and America, you know, is going to show off its hardware. They're letting the world know that war is about to take on a whole new face, a whole new direction, and a whole entirely different level of destruction that we've never seen before. I talked to a fellow earlier today, uh, was involved in the military, saying that they've got explosives now that are in a nuclear ca uh, capacity, that when they, it's a small little thing the size of the palm of your hand, that they detonate that and say they drop into a house, the house basically burrows down into the ground. It's basically, it's an implosion, a nuclear implosion. That's the toys we're talking about. So like I said, we no longer had the time to watch the Disney Channel anymore, to be entertained by a television, to be put in a state of sleep and stupid. We no longer have the time to listen to the radio and get caught up in the frequencies. See, television and radio are frequencies, and they're emitting transmissions to program the mind, to program the brain. They're emitting a beam, blue beams, which your eyes cannot filter. Downloading programs into your head that you can't understand sometimes why you did some of the things you did, you behaved in such a manner, and you have no reason why you did what you did, possibly because maybe you were programmed to do this. You got cell phones and people are taking selfies. Oh, look at me, I'm goofy. You don't realize that the AI, the artificial intelligence, has sent a beam through that phone to get you to respond to that frequency. And when you respond to that frequency by doing something as goofy as a selfie, ooh, 
It is taking a reading of that response. Remember, you're dealing with a program. Okay, a program that can do over 50 million computations per quantisecond. Quantisecond. In other words, it has analyzed that response 50 million ways in less than a second. A quantisecond. That's so fast. So when we're looking at some of the things that are going on, you know, understand they didn't give you these toys. They didn't give you these bells. They didn't give you these whistles. They didn't give you these things to make your life easier. They gave you these things so that your life could be more interacted and interfered with. That's what they gave you. Okay. That's the reason why they gave you what they gave you. They didn't give it to you because they loved you so much and they wanted to make your life easier. How many of you got a cell phone? How many of you, since you got that cell phone, has your life gotten easier? Or how many of you have gotten that cell phone and have found that your life has become extremely complex? More so than if you didn't have the damn thing. I don't own, I don't own a cell phone. I don't want one. Don't send me any phones. I'll be in the garbage. The way I look at it is this. I am not allowing a machine to tether my backside to it. I don't need Big Brother walking where I walk, listening to my conversation without me being aware of, turning itself on and off without my permission. <clears throat> I leave the tech behind. I do my thing on my own. I come back. I get into my tech. My tech is extremely limited. A phone and a computer. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Unless I build my own tech. That's different. There's no machine attached. Start learning the word autonomy. Which means to be self-reliant. Which means you're not dependent on anything. Unless you're depending on God, which would be the only exception to that rule, you don't need to be dependent on a machine. You don't need to be tethered to technology. You don't need to be tethered to some form of artificial intelligence. You don't need to be tethered to the entertainment industry, which is nothing but a demonic pile of rubbish anyway. Designed to turn you into one of them. Lost. Keep that in mind. So you can see how, how death is about health. When you read the biblical reference, the wages of sin is death. Sin basically is just the violation or the opposition of God's intention or, or, or um, ways, literally, God's ways, God's, God's uh, laws, if you will. And when we violate, I hate to use the word law because I'm not a legalistic person. And we're not under the law. We're under grace. But when we violate the spirit, I guess the spirit is a good word, or God's program. We violate God's program. Mm. We, should, we that's where we get in trouble because if we're not under, we're not allowing that program to flow. Then we're allowing the program from the forbidden fruit to flow, and that leads you into the abyss. <laughs> you know, it's just how, it's just the way I look at it. One thing about time if, if, if that even really exists maybe the better word to be used instead of time is experience the one thing about having an experience or having experiences or experienced life or certain aspects of life it gives you a perspective of things in my case I'm because I work in alternative healing 
and I've gone through a lot of different my own challenges in my own life mm. and then my evolution in the different realms of healing you get to reflect back and you get to see things that you didn't really you thought you understood you know you read the words and you think you know what they mean but really you just have you just you just know how to define the words that's all you know until you get experience then you understand really the full impact of some of those things that you were reading or I'm trying to understand uh, that's what happens when you get experience so as you go through life and you see all the games all the trappings from religion has its own trapping being spiritual has its own trapping it's a lot of horse manure you know being political has its trappings you know being wealthy has its trappings being poor has its trappings you know everything is out to trap us and it's not to just to trap us it's to trap our thinking to keep us in a, in a specific mindset so that we keep going in circles so we never really get beyond that circle so you stay trapped in it until something comes along or till someone comes along and helps you break free of that circle that's life that's just the way it is that's just how it is you know uh, the way I thought when I was growing up and the way I see things now some things haven't changed <laughs> some things have the things that have changed have made me better things that haven't is because basically I'm in in, an area, in situations where I'm having to face certain things and so those things haven't changed uh, it's not necessarily good or bad it's just that's life that's it this is the way it is you're not gonna there's some things you cannot change and will never change in this environment but what you can change is you Mahatma Gandhi said it Martin Luther King said it be the change you want to be want to see you know when you accept Christ you become a new creation the old has passed away in other words you're on you're on your way to evolve to something better something new something wondrous you're not gonna stay in the same mindset nor are you gonna be in the same state uh, being in a crap hole just not gonna happen you are going to move forward God is gonna move your ass forward whether you want to or not in the end when you start to see, see I look at things now differently when I was younger man I used to get mad at God guys to whip me rip me a new backside all the time Every time something happened, bang, there it was. And I, geez, you know. And I'd say, how come so-and-so never gets anything? Now I look back and I got, like I keep saying, oh, God, an apology. Because all the crap <laughs> he beat out of me, if you will, makes me see what could have been. The traps I could have fell into. The mess that I could have got into. Not there. Missed the, missed the whole thing because I got a whooping from the Almighty. And sometimes that whooping makes you wait. When you lose everything, and I'm telling you this because this is what it takes sometimes. When you lose everything, that's when you're ready to wake up. The things that are holding you back are the things that are around you sometimes that you're supporting. And it's taking your life force out of you. Again, it's a trap. And when you start looking at things of true value, you don't need a lot of things. In fact, the less you have, the better you feel. <laughs> it's true. Um, the things in life that I find that you really need are the things that are going to help you reach the kingdom. Things that are going to make you or help others reach the kingdom. That I find are the things you need. You know, and again, that's just time, experience, whatever that shows you this. You know, when you're younger, you think you need that big house and that big car and that big this and that big that, and you need to have this and that, and you need to whatever. When you get older, you realize you know, I don't need any of that. That's just a waste of time. It's nice to have a house. It's nice to have this. Nice, to, but it's not a necessity. We're just passing through anyway. But when we're and again, 
it's a, this is all part of health because we get caught up on having all these contrivances that we think we need. Mm. The less sometimes you have, the stronger you stand because the less you have bleeding out of you. Really, it's kind of hard to put that into perspective, but that's the way it is sometimes. So like I said, the things you really need are the things you need to help you get to the other side or the things you need to help other people get to the other side. That's why I always say all the time, brainstorm and you know, come up with good ideas and all that, you know, all the things I say because it's a collective, as a collective, we can get there. Everybody has an idea. Everybody has a suggestion. Everybody has a thought. Everybody has a perspective that not everybody sees. I don't see everything either. Other people see things. I have a friend of mine in Yugoslavia. We don't have we don't have a rivalry. We we have a uh, we encourage each other. You know, we we push each other, not in a bad way, but he, I come up with something, you know, and he calls me back and he and he found something else and he made so, and he does something else and I think and I said, "Man, that ticks me off." He says, "What?" I said, I should have thought of that. <coughs> he starts laughing at me. He said, well, it was your idea in the first place that got me here. I said, yeah, but I should have thought of that too. He says, no, he says, that's, how, that's why we were together. I, you do things, I do things, now you do something, I'll do something, you know. And that's how it goes. That's when you get stuff done. Is when you work together, brainstorming. You don't have to follow each other. You can go your own way. But then you use each other's ideas to make whatever you need to make to get things done. That's how come you guys got the bucket. That's how come you guys got the triangle. That's how come you got those solutions you got on the nano. Because there was a collaboration of, among a group of us that worked together. Brian 396 and myself worked on that all the time. Uh, my buddy in Yugoslavia worked on the, on the, me and him worked on the triangle. You know, we're trying to figure a way to get, get uh, do it in a bath. Brainstorm. God gave you a brain, use it. Activate it. Turn off the idiot box. Shut off the radio. Turn on the brain. Hey, you might be surprised what you might create. Microfect Broadcasting Network. Always say, don't ask what your activists can do for you. Ask what you can do for your activists. This is an activist program. Help them out. Give them what you can. Help them any way you can. Yeah, again, you got Brian396, his links are on the, on the chat room, go check them out. Uh, Brian396.com, ByeByeBlueSky.com, SoonYouLoveTrue.com, um, AugmentedForest.com. Uh, there's other ones there, Giannis is in the chat room. Um, he gave me his links, but I didn't get a chance to look at them before the show. Uh, but anyway, these are people that are out there doing something of some merit and value. Uh, again, I forgot to put one thing in the chat room. Hold on, I got to do this too. Uh, help them out any way you can because you might be surprised at what you might see. I'm going to put this in the uh, in the chat room as well. I almost forgot this. This is a um, a catalog of stuff that people have pulled out of their bodies, so you can actually see the nano growing. So again, these are the type of people you need to support. Okay, uh, support me as well. Augmentedforce.com. There's a catalog link. Feel free to access the catalog link. Uh, if you need a, if you need a consultation, I do that as well. In there, where you got all kinds of stuff that you can look at uh, that might be able to help you out. Check it out, and if you can't make it, fine, I'll, I'll make it for you, but I will charge you. But try to make these things yourself. Anyway, check out that site, uh, www.invex.net, uh, nano.m4v. This is the nanobiology, the synthetic biology, the nanotech they've got going in us. <laughs> These are people in more advanced stages of this. This is what you can expect. Start learning the battle. Start learning to fight. Okay? It's important, like I said, just hold your ground. Stand your ground. Like I said, if you're already a believer, then just stand your ground. Not about theology, not about doctrine, not about philosophy or ideologies or whatever bunk is out there. Stand your ground. You know, 
you might be surprised what you might find. Don't be gullible. Don't be stupid. Don't just follow anything anybody says. Test it. Test the whole thing. Don't hear. Don't listen to these idiots with the silica. Don't listen to these idiots with the C60. Don't listen to these idiots with the hydrogen. Don't listen to these idiots with these devices that can actually make the nanobiology worse. Like I said, they have set the health food industry as a snare and a trap as well. It's, it's diabolically intelligent what they've done. You go to the doctor, that ain't, you're not happy. They ain't cure nothing anyway. What do you do now? You go to the health food industry thinking that you're going to find something in the alternative venue. See a naturopath, you see a herbalist, you see a homeopath, you see a um, uh, aromatherapist, whatever, and find they're not doing anything different than the doctors. In fact, some of them are doing just as bad as the doctors. Some naturopaths will charge you about $800 the first visit, $200 for a uh, background information and another $600 in vitamins and supplements you don't need. That's a doctor under a different designation. Okay. Time to wake up. I always say Christ was the only one I've ever read that healed everybody. No matter what the affliction was, he healed it. You know, and I get people telling me all the time that, you know, that God had sent them to me. That's cool, you know. I don't have all the answers, though. I'll tell you that. I, I don't compare myself to Christ. I don't have that kind of track record. <laughs> Pretty decent, but I'm not like that. But so anyway, my point is, go to the one that can do it all. Not, I'm not, not referring to God. I'm referring to God. Okay, not myself. So again, you know, don't just listen and follow every jackass out there especially in this industry 90 probably 95 percent 96 percent of them are about as useless as can be <laughs> all they want is your money stay stupid and pay them that's what they want stay just like the doctors they don't want you to talk to them they don't want you to ask questions they just want you to take what they say as the god's truth and most of those doctors today couldn't tie their shoe with Velcro. When I tell people all this, especially you women, you women need to keep your breasts healthy. Don't get a mammogram. Worst thing you can do. All right, we'll see you next week. Till then, study. Talk to you in a bit. Bye.